Jesus got to a point in time. He asked the disciples. He said, What do people say? Or who do people say what? I am. Everybody has something they are saying about you. And it depends on their interaction of you. There are three definitions of who you think you are. The first one. Who you think you are. Do you know that everybody who is sitting here today? You think you are the best thing that God has ever done. Every man sitting here today who has a significant order believes that his wife or his significant order is the most beautiful man in the world. You better believe it unless you be sleeping on the couch. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want your team to say no, I think it's my family. <laughs> <laughs> I know you will be fasting for the next one. <laughs> the second thing is that okay, who do people think you are? Well, I want you, I want you and it depends on how they have interacted with you. Oh, see, that is really I remember when there was a general in Nigeria. Well, see, he was the one who was not only in power, but they were in charge. When he sneezes in Abuja, everybody in Lagos will say, hey, the day that he passed away, people were celebrating. People were giving people free drinks. Because they thought, yes, he's a bad person. But do you know that there are people who believe that he's a good person? Because they got contracts from this man. Because through him they became multi-millionaires. And as far as they are concerned, he is a good person. So who people think you are? Depends on how they have interacted with you. And therefore, who you think you are is still not yet giving clarity. Who does God think you are? That is the one that is most important. Can somebody go to your book of 2 Timothy? Our father is referencing 2 Timothy. Can you look at chapter 2 for me? Read it. Somebody read from verse 20 to 21. Yes. In the big house, not just vessels of honor that are there. Yes. Uh, some people, they 
The only thing God uh, created Pharaoh was that he wanted to test his power. Let me tell you a secret. Yes, so of Many wars are fought. Not, not because of an issue with people. But sometimes when they make a new weapon, they want to test this one. And so they will create a conflict. Let's see what this thing can do. I don't know about you. When I'm driving my car sometimes. And I know God is a forgiving God. The speed limit will say 65. But I know my Toyota Camry can do 100. So I tell my car, I say, baby, let's move. I said, let me see what you can do. And then my car will say, yes, sir. And before I know it, we are, we are already touching 80 going moving on. And then the Spirit of God will say, Man of God, come back to the message. <laughs> May the Lord continue to allow us to listen to God. Amen. Can you help us with the uh, slide deck? With the USB you have? There are just some few things we want to touch on today. We have many things that we are going to do, and we are going to try and make them. Today we have a dedication of our little baby. She's coming into the big house. She has been on holiday for a few days. And uh, we are expecting her to come and uh, give us some uh, assistance when we are preaching very soon. Because uh, my I miss uh, I sent my brother my young uh, son on an assignment. <laughs> he went to go and preach on my behalf. Uh-huh. <laughs> we are going to do just a few things here today. Um, the year under review. I just want us to touch on some few things that we did in 2019. One of the very key things we did was we hosted ASAM 2019. Can somebody shout hallelujah? Hallelujah! In that same year under review, we also named two babies. Amen. And their names have very important significance. One of them was called Samuel, my very good friend. Samuel means Shem Elohim, that means God hears or God heard. I want you to know that God is hearing your prayer today in Jesus' name. No matter what you think, delay has never been denied. It is the right time that you should be praying for. If the right time does not come, it will never be beneficial for you. Do you know that some people enter some positions and nobody remembers them? How many people remember the person that replaced Judas Iscariot? Not many. His name is Matthias. But not many people remember him. Because Jesus was not the one that picked him. All the others, Jesus has picked them by himself. 
in that same year under review, uh, we finished the quarter with a surplus financially. It wasn't easy. But we thank God. Because God is good. Tell the person next to you, you will never lack in Jesus. They are not yet convinced. Tell them you will never lack in Jesus. Say, God live it, my God will provide for you according to his riches in glory in Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. I was complaining one day. My daughter was doing volleyball. She was doing uh, soccer. She was also doing uh, learning how to play saxophone. I said, look at this woman. You want to cripple your father financially. My friend, find one thing to do. Uh, Jack of all trades, master of none. What are you doing? And then God told me, he said, shut up your mouth. I said, and she just woke. I said, are you looking at the cost of all these things? All that is saxophone is over a thousand dollars. God, what are you talking about? Do you know what God told me that day? He said, from today, start praying that Father let your blessing in my life be more than expenditures. Amen. So don't ever complain. He said, because these children, whatever you can give to them, that becomes their memory for life. Nobody can take it away from them. And then she, when she heard that, she now went to come and say, hey, Daddy, you have to go to Finland. I said, hey. You want to keep me your father? <laughs> but I have no choice. Let me tell you the secrets. Do you think that it is the money that you are getting that you are always spending? No. Go and check. I had a period in my life, she can testify. For seven months I did not work and I was spending more money than when I was working. Don't think that they were bringing money like uh, birds were bringing food for Elisha. <laughs> there was no Sakama day in it. <laughs> God, God had already told me, said, my safe. And it was the money I saved, I spent throughout that time. I did not even collect one penny of unemployment. Uh, and I was paying to keep a roof over the head and which everything was okay. I want you to begin to make sure that that is your prayer. That God might bless your blessing in my life will be more than my expectation. Somebody will just come and make me and say, Sister, I was just thinking about you and I just felt I bought three bags of rice. I didn't know why I needed three bags. Let me give you one. That is blessing. Not what you work for. Many a times, what you work for will not even take you anywhere. But God's blessing will take you farther. Because that is when God begins to change things. Do you know how many times you spend money on things you are not even supposed to spend? On? I don't know if it happens to you. It's the days of this boys in the car, something will spoil at home too. And then another one is waiting to come. And they come in triple case most of the time. And once this one is spoiling, that one will spoil, that one will spoil. Before you go, if you spend one thousand that you will not budget. And to pay your tithe on just hundred dollars is the problem. And then the devil will connect ten times of it from your hand. Just to teach you a lesson that no, you don't hear, let me bring your ears more. Now, what are the projections for 2020? The first thing we want to focus on this year is spiritual awareness. We want to 
want you all to be spiritually aligned with the Lord. I want you to let them know that you are different from everybody else. I want your utterances to represent those who are ambassadors of the glory of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. When they meet you and they interact with you, I want them to be able to say, no, there's something different about this. You cannot do it by your own doing. Because our natural DNA is an Adamic DNA. I always say it, and people think it's a joke, but ask yourself. Which day do you teach your children to lie when you started lying on it? I don't know. Why did you teach that child? But naturally, man has been programmed to be Adamic. When Eve was in the garden and the same said, eat this thing, you will know good and evil. He never told her, you will know good, you will know how to do good. And you will know evil, you will know how to run from evil. There are many things you have done. You yourself know it's not good. And there are certain things you should do that you know it was good, but you just said, So that prophecy, Spiritual wellness. We want to be balanced. I want us to be knowledgeable in Christ. I want you to be knowledgeable in the world. The devil is very smart. He went to one of our brothers one day. And uh, it was a lady that uh, and, the the and he just finished the revival. And she, uh, she says, Sir, uh, the Lord sent me to you. And the Lord said, uh, The person you are she has uh, an important message to deliver to you. And her father says, Oh, uh, I'm all here for a message. And she said, I have to be in spirit. And my father in the Lord will write that same spirit. And when she started saying stuff, and she said, uh, These women have been needy for a long time. And she said, uh, the, the, the baby she will give back to will be the one to uh, make everything work for Nigeria. She, uh, the baby will be great. And uh, the woman said, <laughs> And uh, the woman was falsifying everything she was telling her father in the Lord. Spiritual wellness. Yes. That was just. A small lesson. Oh, it was the true thing that happened to him. Under the bad monkey, very long way. Oh, when you borrow by money, every that was with him that day. If he was not spiritually aligned and spiritually well, if our father was not spiritually inclined, he would have fell into that. Uh, and that would have just been the end. If you are not spiritually alive, when the devil comes with his tricks, you fall into it. And that is our focus for 2020. We want to grow men and women who are solid in the word of God. We want you to pray and then things will happen. 
told anybody. I prayed. Amen. And something happened. Amen. I was dancing to the all the way home. I, I, in fact, I know I, I passed the speed limit. Because <laughs> I was so overjoyous. Amen. That is what we want. When I see Brother Shino or Sister Buki when they are preaching, and I'm like, ah, is that not Buki from yesterday? Somebody shout hallelujah. Because very soon, when they invite us, we just say, okay, Sister Kudiko and me, go and represent us in that place. How to pay a month you and you or I love her. And can it reminds me of that day that she was wearing traffic lights on her Somebody shout hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah. We are talking about spiritual awareness. The second thing we want to focus on in 2020 is social programs. We want to bring experts to come and talk to you about things that affect the way you can continue to be better in this country. Many of us do not even go for checkups. Many men who are over 40 should be going for postman checks, postman exams. Because you cannot be spiritually available for God if you are not physically fit for God. Many of us are bordering on pre-hypertensive uh, measures. And many of you don't know that you are pre-hypertensive. And Because you have not been checking up on yourself. And so this year we are going to bring people to come and talk to you about all those things. Many of us don't know that you are bordering on obesity. People I 
One voice may see voice before we can make. When you want to approach a sister, and you know the sister thinks she's all that, the first thing you do is you bring her down. Let her know she's not all that. <laughs> Ask her, say, who even tells you that you are fine? They are lying to you. They are fooling you. I wish God can remodel you. And God can redo you. You cannot even stand next to my mother. Not to talk less of my sister. But knowing that I want to just pity you. <laughs> and that is why, watch very well. When the European settlers came to us, they never allowed us to know how good our own heritage had come to work. Yes. Everything we had, they gave it a connotation of negativity. They call their own Halloween, but they call our masquerade, they call it evil. <laughs> what is the difference between the masquerade in my country and the Halloween that they are carrying? <laughs> All of them look up here. <laughs> and therefore, you are an asset. You are unique. There's a reason God gave you what he gave you. God cannot be an accident. I refuse to believe that. That God is an accident. He knows why he put you where you are. And therefore you are unique. In everything that you do, you are unique. You have your own flavor. The people that report to me, one came to meet me one day, said, teach me how to write it. But I said, write it the way you want to write it. Don't write it the way I write it. Write it your own way. So that you can come out from the report. You are blessed with creativity. You are blessed with certain things that make you to be the one. Look at all the actors in Nigeria. Every one of them has something that is different about them. Everybody. And everybody is doing well. Amen. Let's go to the next one. You must know the truth. That is what will continue to make you an asset. Go to John chapter 8, verse 32. The truth that it will set you free. Many of us cannot be an asset because you are still in captivity of your own self-denial. Because you don't even believe that you can do something good. The truth about you has been said and settled by Jesus on the cross. He has said that you are more than a conqueror. Why are you living like a victim? Why are they still making you afraid? They come to you at night and you say, hey, let me go, will you give me? let me go, prophet. Call God! Don't call me. That's it. Call God! Call Jesus. Know him. Know the truth. That will make you an asset. Uh -huh. You'll forever be an asset before God. Oh, yes. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you cannot call us. Please. We are there for you. We serve at your behest. But what I'm treating you is that I want you to connect with God. You are an asset. Don't let anybody teach you any different. I told my daughter. She's in secondary school now. She plays volleyball. She said, Daddy, you are taller than me. I said, you are taller than them in the spirit. So you are the daughter of an eagle. You fly in the highest skies above every other bird. You are better than the rest. You are the daughter of the best. She said, is it true? <laughs> I was afraid I thought she was going to say, Siri, daddy just said this, is it true? <laughs> Not everything that, everything that I said to her, she will carry Siri. She Siri, daddy, daddy said this, is it true? You are an asset that uniquely made you must know the truth. Go to verse 47 of that attitude. 
He that is of God, hear us God word. He therefore hear them not. He therefore hear them not. Because they are not of God. Because they are not of God. Those who are not of God will not continue to know the truth. The more you study the word of God, there's a saying I tell people, the more you look like you look at Jesus, the more you look like Jesus. You must know the truth and to set you free. Yes, continue. Let's go to John 8:50. Seek only his glory. I seek not my what? I seek not my own glory. For you to continue to remain an asset, only seek God's glory. There is one that seeketh and judges. There is only one that seeketh and judges. The more you seek God's glory, you'll be surprised the more an asset you'll be for him. Let me tell you one thing about God. God is like a king that has many wives. See, the day one of the wives says, Daddy, oh, you didn't greet me yesterday. I'm not even talking to you. Oh, why? Three years, oh, when he come. Three years. God is like that. He has many of us at his disposal. So the day you think that you are something special, God will just look at you and say, I think, I'll tell you and do that thing for me. Tell the person next to you, Allah will leave you from the And he can't even leave you from the And he can't even leave you from the But I am your friend, don't you? I am your friend, And you are your friend. And you are your Any 
anything that has weight and occupies space. Don't just come and have weight and occupy space. Contribute something. Do something that will make you unique for this place. I told somebody one day, ah, they were making uh, threats. They said, ah, we are going to restructure the department. The person I wanted to, you know, look for my phone. I said, you, you probably tell you to be opening the door. I said, yes, I'll be the best door opener in the whole company. I don't care where you put me. Wherever you put me, I'll be the best at it. That's my job. That I'll be so exceptional that it will be difficult for people. Do you know that there are some buildings? It is the dumb man that makes everybody go that building. There are some hotels in New York. There's one hotel called World of Historia. It's one of the most expensive hotels in New York. They have a doorman that has been there for a long time. And that doorman has been so good that people will ask for him. They even tip him more than his salary. Yes, somebody has tipped him before. They gave him $10,000. They gave him that's more than his monthly salary. Because the way he approaches his job, he does it with such class and huge confidence. You are gifted. Don't waste your gift. You have resources. Exodus 35, that's it. That's why. Go to verse 5. Take it from among you and offer unto the Lord. Take it all from you and offer unto the Lord. Nigerians, we are the ones that I know. And the moon is 50,000. We are the ones that And then you'll be the one complaining. Our church doesn't have this. Our church doesn't have that. It's going to fall from heaven now. You have resources. God has blessed you. God has blessed you. Come and bless God. I'm not asking, I'm not begging for money. No! We are talking about doing those things that makes God happy with us. You are dynamic. That's why you are gifted. Your gift must increase. Many of you, since the day the Holy Spirit fell on you, in the same world you've been speaking since that 10 years ago. You have not grown. But he has gifted. You are now in the land of opportunity. Do you know how many courses you can do online that are free? Do you know? There are so many courses you can do online that are free. You have not improved. Open that music and blessing he gave you. You have not gone to go and learn it better. And there are many places you can go and learn. Guitar center teaches people how to play guitar, how to learn how to draw. You have not gone to add more to that gift that you have. He has gifted you. I'm waiting for your recipe book. Write recipe book. There are many people who are marrying our children who want to be able to cook a goosey for their husband. There are many things that many of us, even me, that I'm talking. We are gifted. We must be dynamic. We can't just be the same place that we are. And that is why our country is in the same place that it is. The same song fell sang in the 70s. We don't get light. We don't get mama never. It's the same thing that is still going on. We are still singing the same thing. Why? Because we refuse to be dynamic, we stay stagnant. And stagnant water, if you have ever seen stagnant water, it smells. May we not smell to the Lord. Amen. Your gift must be dynamic. Grow that gift so that you can become a vessel of honor. God does not waste time with people who are not dynamic. I've read the Bible and I'm still a student of the Bible. And I'm still learning. God has never used lazy people. Go and check your Bible. The Bible says, and when Moses was watching the flock of his father in law Jethro, God came to speak to him. He says, and while David was watching his father's sheep, God came to call him from Jerusalem. He never uses lazy people. John the Baptist was at the Jordan, 
when he was able to see and hear the dog say, This is my son, in whom what I am well pleased in. He never uses lazy people. You must be dynamic. Don't just wait on that HIV that you brought from Nigeria. Go and do something. Go and do a certification. Add knowledge. Build yourself to the level that you'll be resourceful. I tell people that work with me. Build your resume. Add something every six months to your resume. Add something, a skill, a computer skill, something. Add something. Don't be satisfied with what is not glorious. Just continue to add. You must be dynamic. Jesus was dynamic. Come and check the Bible. The first one we said, when they first came to the Jordan, they said, this is my son, whom and what well pleasing. Watch very well. By the time we got to the transfiguration, what did God say? This is my son. Listen to him. And he said, listen to him in the first place. said, I am pleased with him. I like him. I love him. But because Jesus was dynamic, he kept growing. He kept adding. <coughs> and by the time he got to the end, he said, because he has done well, listen to him. He is an example. Next slide, please. Next slide. You are a testimony. Tell the person, let's I am a testimony. I am a testimony. Yeah, you don't believe. I am a testimony. I am a testimony. Tell them one more time. I am a testimony. I am a testimony. Hey. When you are a testimony, you become a setter. Everybody wants to be like you. The first thing is you must arise and shine. You can't be a testimony and be lazy. We read it today. Today's lesson, Abi. Isaiah 60 says, arise. Why did you just say sleep and shine? When we were in boarding school, I remember those days. Sometimes water was very premium. The tanker would bring water. The senior would take all the water. The remaining water that is left, all of us will now fight for it. But there was one thing they used to call rub and shine. Some people would not have time to get water. <laughs> and because they cannot have water to bath, they will not carry Vaseline and they will rub and shine. And so, <laughs> they did not arise and shine, they rubbed and shine. Many of you are rubbing and shining. You are trying to pretend that you are a hero, but you knew yourself because you are a zero. You need to change it for this 2020. Change it. We are not working with that this year. Change it. Arise. That means you need to get up the time you need to get up. God told us something last Sunday. People think it's a joke. God said, ah, all of you who come late to work, stop coming late to work. People are watching you because they want to do certain things for glory. Says if you are always doing this, I will stop doing that. He has a reason he's saying it. He wants you to arise and shine to meet the potential that is in you. The greatest problem in life is not failure. The greatest problem in life is regret. Things that you should have done that you did not do. Places you should have gone that you did not go. I told my father one day, was telling me I was 11 years old. I was in a study. I was always in my father's study because I was very naughty. So my mother would send me to my father's study. And he was sitting down to me and he was talking to me. I know what he said to me. He said, son, I want to go and see where Jesus lived his life. I said, daddy, you want to go on pilgrimage to Jerusalem? He said, yeah, I said, but I don't know if I have the money. I said, daddy, go. 
He said, why, son? He said, so that you never regret that you did not go at the time you should have gone. Now, here he went. By the time he came back, he was maybe director for the FDA for the whole of Nigeria. He was too busy to travel anyway. He was traveling for Nigeria, more than for his own life. Many of you are living with regrets because you do not arise and shine at the time you are supposed to arise and shine. Be based at us. Be the one to start a new trend. I came to work one day and someone said, oh, you cannot wear check shirt and uh, so-so-so tie. I said, who says so? I said, like my dad, I said, me, I'm starting a new trend. Have you noticed that when people in Hollywood do something stupid, everybody thinks it's a trend? Yes. Some people start wearing their pants all the way down there, showing their smelly shops, and everybody thought it's a trend. I remember that one man, they got crisscross. They started wearing their clothes backwards, and people started wearing clothes backwards. Are we going crazy? Why are you following trends that make no sense? Why can't you be the one to set a pace and be a pace setter? Set new trends. Break new records in this land. They were honoring a senior of mine. Olusha Kobasanke was honoring him before the end of the uh, last year. He's in this country, but they honored him in Nigeria. His name is Dr. Olubadeo. He's the first in America nephrologist and cardiologist. I've told you about him before. I won't go to that story so that uh, my PA won't break my neck. I said something to him because he's the best in America. Go and put his name, Olubadeo. It's a Nigerian. It's a pay center. The first in the world. Nephrologist and cardiologist. Expert in both. Be the one to set new trends. Let them know that the Lord lives in you. And the last thing there, you are meant to be a light. Stop staying under the table. We need you to influence people. We need you to let people know that there's a difference in us. Let them meet you and let them see a difference. Two young men were flying to Nigeria from Italy one day. And on the plane, they are the only ones that were saying, please, thank you to the air hostess. Some people say, come here, come here, come here. That's the air hostess they are calling me the plane group. I see they gave birth to the woman. And the woman asked those two gentlemen who were saying, please and thank you. She said, sorry, I have a question for you. She said, are you sure you are Nigerians? They asked, why did you ask such a question? He said, but there's something different about you and everybody else. I was my younger brother and myself when we fly to Nigeria. Because our father had always thought to say please when you want to ask for something. And say thank you when you receive something. And she found it difficult to believe that we belong to the same group as those people. Let them find it difficult to believe that you belong to the same group as those people who operate at the level of mediocrity. Operate at the level of excellence. The God who has created you has gone from natural to supernatural. He has gone from ordinary to extraordinary. That is you. He lives in you. God will not come down anymore. He's coming out through you. And when people see the things you do, a little boy saw somebody, he was walking, and he fell, and something fell on the floor. This man had been praying for seven days. He said, Jesus, I want to see you. And this little boy fell down. Everything fell. And this man was going stopped and packed everything for this boy. As he gave it to the little boy, the little boy looked at him and said, are you Jesus? Simple acts that sets you apart. Take those steps. In conclusion, this is our year, the last slide. Jesus is forever our cybernetics. 
Any of you have done aeronautic engineering will know what I mean by cybernetics. When you are flying in a plane, that's what they call the autopilot. The autopilot, once they set it, is one that begins to fly the plane. It's called cybernetics. It looks at the pressure, it looks at everything, and it keeps the plane safe. The first day I saw the pilot, because when we were entering the plane, he greeted me. And then I was in the plane, and I saw him out of the cockpit. And I saw him walking towards me. Hey! Oh, baby, what are you doing here? <laughs> are you not the driver who is driving this? <laughs> what are you doing here? Oh, well, don't tell me Holy Ghost is all time. <laughs> and the pilot told me, said, there's what we call autopilot. I was young. So he's an autopilot. He's the one flying the plane. My father was laughing because he knew that he was autopilot. But me, I didn't know about autopilot. I saw the pilot who, because when you are young, I don't know if you see it, they'll take you inside the cockpit to see all the things. When you are still young, they'll take you, the little children, to go and see the, you know, the inside of the cockpit. And so I met the pilot, he greeted me, gave me. So I'm sitting down and we're in the air. The plane is up there and he came out to come and say hello. <laughs> don't say hello, go back and drive it. <laughs> and he told me, he said, no, no, no. Mr. Man, we have autopilot. You have an autopilot, the Holy Spirit, your cybernetics. Let him lead you this year. Let him balance you to where you're supposed to go. I told God, a good leader takes you to where you want to go. The great leader takes you where you ought to be. I don't want to be a good leader. I want to be a great leader. I want to take us to where God wants us to be. Not where you want to be. Where God wants us to be is where I want us to be. We have a good heritage. I'm not going to go into that. You all know that. The Bible says the line has come to us in good places. And as we close, we are going places. Tell the person next to you, I am going places. I am going places. They have not believed you. Tell them one more time. I am going places. Tell them this 2020. This 2020. I am going higher. I am going higher. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.